to the brightest audience in the country and welcome to the Dominic Enyart Show and welcome Doug McBurney, host of the Weekly Worldview. Well, thank you for allowing me to be on, Dominic. A throwback intro there. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I caught that. Yeah, I got the, the classic intro. Very cool. So, Doug, we've known each other for a while now. This is our first show together, which is fun. I know you've been doing other shows with Fred Williams and Daniel Hedrick on Real Science Radio. Those have been phenomenal. Well, but this is our first show together. We it go is. way back, though. We go back a ways. But when people want to know the first, how did you meet Dominic Enyart? I think the first time I met you, I think uh, um, I think you were in a car seat being, in a car car- seat, being yeah. carried. I th- you might have been the one who was carrying me over some wall at some various protests. That's or possible. It's possible. Yeah. I may have carried you at a protest. Yes. In fact, it's likely. I was telling a story on air the other day, and it was about, I remember at the various home protests we would go to, we'd protest the abortionists. Oh, yes. At their homes. I listened to that show. You that listened was, to that, that show. That was great, yes. And I always remember you being behind the grill. Someone else was, was in front of the grill, you pulling the grill, and I remember that was always fun. So but. you are the only other nationally recognized talk show host who has helped me to deal i helped myself but you helped me to deal with i had some angst over the idea that everyone was freaking out that people were going to the houses of the supreme court justices and protesting and everyone was freaking out mostly people on the right that I normally agree with. Mm-hmm. And so I was trying to think, how do I whisper to them, I used to do that. <laughs> I did like, exactly that. I mean, except we didn't threaten to kill anybody, right, right, but right. We, we did go to the... We did not bring... Well, we, we probably were packing, but we didn't bring guns to intimidate. Oh, no, no. I've always had a rule at protests. Totally unarmed. Totally unarmed. I'm willing to be killed. I'm not going to defend myself. In fact, as far as I know, no one was ever armed at any of those protests, specifically to make a point that this is that's not what this is about. Wow. But we did go to people's houses, and we did make people uncomfortable, but we didn't threaten anyone. We certainly in, intended no violence, and we got people's attention in the neighborhood. And if that's what the left wants to do at Brett Kavanaugh's house... I don't really have a problem with that. But that's not what they want to do at Brett Kavanaugh's house. They want to kill him. Yes. And that's not that's not acceptable. They want to throw and they want to kill everybody. They want to kill babies. And if you get in their way of killing babies, they wanna they wanna kill you. But if you yes. are defending babies, no tranquility with child killing. That's so right. I do think it's it's all right to make people who want to murder the unborn uncomfortable. I don't, Absolutely. I don't find that at all. They should be made uncomfortable. Unpleasant. At the very least, they should be made uncomfortable. Yes, I agree. So now, so the first time I met you, I probably carried you or I at least saw you in a carrier. And then we've been we've been hanging out on and off ever since then. Yes. And so uh, you you lived in Colorado for a while. And I know you would do shows with my father and predecessor, Bob Enyart. And then you and your family ended up moving out to California. I don't know why you would choose a state. That insane. They need help. They need help. Okay. okay. I can tell you why. I'll give you a... uh, By the way, doing the show with your dad, one of the great honors of my life, helped me learn and grow and appreciate 
the creator and my opportunity to have a relationship with my creator and helping with my marriage and my kids. Meeting your dad is why I homeschooled my kids. Mm. Had I not been hanging out with your dad, I wouldn't have known what to do. Uh-huh. I would have been all over the board. But uh, now what was I going to say? Now I've interrupted myself, <laughs> and I was going to make a point about what you had just said before, but then I got talking about myself, which quite often happens. I, I start intending to say something interesting, and then I end up talking about myself. About yourself. Which is... Well, I do know that you you uh, you built your business here, and then you moved to California. Oh, that's it. And why did why, why did well? Here's the thing about uh, California: if you're going to live in a state where you're governed by criminally insane people, it's better to just not have to freeze in the winter. That's all. Touche, touche. Although I will say, at least what Denver has up on California is Denver does not have people defecating in the streets. Not yet. That's true. Not yet. We'll get there, but we're... You know. I don't know. I, when the weather's nice, I haven't been downtown. I can't go downtown. I go see downtown Denver now. It looks like a third world... It's just, uh, it's just not yeah, the same. It's, it's not as it used to be, that's for sure. Very but sad. regardless, you living in california with your some of your business still here you would come back occasionally and i would always try and volunteer to give you a ride to the airport we had some great conversations yes and i I remember that was always fun because i always felt frustrated by the world and uh i felt like i needed to get stuff off my chest and you were one of the only people as angry as i was (laughs) and so i got to that's it there's certain things you can only say in front of certain people yes and you got to get them out every now and then or yeah yeah i i hear you i hear you all right well uh now turning to the news of the day as we often do yes 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 nina turner i don't know if you know that name she's probably a lesbian that's (laughs) That's the only intro you need to her. I don't know. I didn't know anything about her. I didn't know anything until I stumbled across a poll on Twitter. I'm on Twitter, which is because I'm a lunatic, but I'm on Twitter. And I stumbled across a poll that she presented. And it just said, should the president of the United States cancel student debt? Okay. And that was the poll she gave. She's a liberal leftist lesbian. Okay. <laughs> You're just giving her the benefit of the doubt. Just giving her the benefit of the doubt. Okay. She's a lesbian. She can get her, her uh, what's the points you get for that? The oh, she gets the intersectionality points, points for yes. that. Yes. And so uh, the options she gave on this poll, and I voted on this poll, I did. The options she gave number one, no, people should suffer. <laughs> That's the first option. Number two, okay. yes, $10,000. Number three, yes, $50,000. Uh-huh. And then in number four, all caps, cancel all of it. And uh, any guesses as to what I, I voted? <laughs> well, I'm going to guess that you did not you did not select number four. That's I, as far as I'm. That's as far as I'm willing to go. I did not select number four. <laughs> In fact, I selected number one along number with seventy percent of the voters who said no people should suffer. Oh, and so this poll did not go exactly <laughs> how she was hoping it would. And a, a little bit of this attitude I have comes from you, actually, Doug. Uh-oh. One of my first memories, the first memory was you pushing the, the grill around at those home protests. Yeah, yeah. One of the other first memories I have is I was real little kid, and we were in downtown Denver doing some event, some pro-life march. And I walked up on a guy who was, he was screaming at you, and you were yelling back at him. Uh-oh. And he was asking for money. 
and you said, I'm not going to give you a single penny. And he goes, oh, man, not a single penny. And you said, not a single penny. And I remember being a little kid thinking, why wouldn't it Doug give this guy just a penny? It's not, not much. But then, of course, as I grew, I realized that just handing out money to people, that is going to hurt them more than it helps them. Yes, yes. And you remind me of a, an incident I had with some coworkers where we just had finished a trade show where we had all had a very good weekend and we had made, made an enormous amount of money. And so we're getting in the car, we're driving out through the city, knowing that we just made this enormous amount of money, which feels really great. And here's a homeless guy at the corner and my millennial co-worker starts to roll down the window and reach into his pocket. And I said, what are you doing? He said, well, I, you know, we're doing great. I'm going to give this guy. I said, wait a second. I said, why do you think that guy is on the corner dressed in rags with a cardboard sign that he scraped together with a Sharpie? Why do you think he is in that position? Oh, uh, um, uh. He had never thought about that. I said, it's more than likely the fact that he has betrayed, robbed, lied to, and abused everyone in his life that could have prevented him from ending up on that street corner. He's probably one of the worst human beings in the history of human beings, and you're about to give him money and encourage him to go and continue being a horrible person. And so he rolled up the window, dude, I never thought like that. So wow. anyway, I know really my father. True. So we we are professional protesters here at the Dominic and your show, Bob and your live. That's right. Bob. That's right. When we, we are... put, when we put our hands behind our back, there's handcuffs <laughs> on them, baby. <laughs> and so we'll get to that in a bit. We'll get to that in a bit. But we are professional protesters. And I remember my dad, he made this sign and it was this really big professional sign. It just had an arrow on it and two words. He's lying. <laughs> He's lying. That's all he had. And he would just drive around with this sign in his trunk. And he would go up to homeless people and they'd have their signs that said, we'll work for money or, you know, whatnot. Yes, yes, yes. And my dad would go up to them and say, hey, we got, uh, we're moving a, a house. We got to move boxes. I'll pay you $25 an hour. And they say, I can't leave my corner for that little. <laughs> oh. And so he would get out. <laughs> With his sign, stand next to the guy and protest a homeless guy saying he's lying. <laughs> and as far as people protesting homeless people, that's the only uh, the only example I know of personally. You don't get any intersectionality points for protesting the homeless. I don't think. But I don't think your dad had a lot of intersectionality points yeah. on the left Prob scale. He probably was... not. He was a straight white man, <laughs> which just... is not a good look. No, if you are uh, trying to not at all. Now, over there I did the notice about this Nia, uh, Nia Turner, not to be confused with Tina Turner. This is Nina Turner, right? Nina Turner, that her idea that having to pay back the money you borrowed equals suffering, which that's just not really the way it should be. People shouldn't think like that. If you take on a responsibility and you make a promise then fulfilling that promise is not really suffering. In fact, it should make you feel pretty good to fulfill your promise and repay the money. But uh, to her, it's suffering. I guess it's just a different way of looking at 
the world. Well, that's what Jordan Peterson has been preaching for the last 15 years now, is that one of the most fulfilling things in life is taking on responsibility. And so many people nowadays are so depressed and miserable because they are fighting to try and avoid any form of responsibility, when in reality, that is what will give you the most satisfaction mm, in Very life. much true. Very much true. Did he become a Christian? I've heard rumors on and off. Yeah, so I, I have my standard, which is always give people the benefit of the doubt and assume they are not Christians. Thank you. Because if you uh, if you assume they are Christians when they're not and you don't witness to them, that is a lot worse than witnessing to someone who already is a Christian. Yes, and uh, absolutely. A little extra being, witnessing yes. here and there. That's not going to hurt anybody. not going to hurt anybody. Right. But so he did say the Lord's Prayer on one of his shows, and that was pretty compelling. So I do think he is saved now. Okay. But well, still, that's... if I were to see him, I would try and talk to him and uh, and make sure that he's assured of his own salvation. Well, that's good. Maybe we should get our crack uh, research and production staff uh, working on the Jordan Peterson interview. He could be your first guest. On the Dominic Enyart yeah. show. Well, I did have one guest already. Oh, oh! I had a uh, Chris Fisher. Oh, that's right. Uh, that was early on in my and he's pretty he's career. world renowned. Uh, world renowned. <laughs> yeah, I've read a lot of his stuff. I've yes. read a lot of his stuff yeah, he, over he, the years. He's awesome. Oh yeah, he's yeah. great. He's now great. there is uh, so I'm I don't think we should get too much into why forgiving student loans is stupid. I'm sure <laughs> we have the brightest audience in the country. We don't need to explain that too much, hopefully. but there is hopefully, but there is one form of uh, student loan forgiveness, which I'm, ex I'm okay with. That okay. Might, that might su surprise you guys. Only yes. one form. Yes. I'm not a fan. I'm just warning I'm, you right now. I'm not now. either. And, but this is if the government orders all the colleges, all, all these schools to reimburse 100% of their students, 100% of the money, mm -hmm. causing them to go bankrupt oh, okay. and destroying them all once and for all. That <laughs> right. would be the one form I would be on board with because college and this higher education, I'm using air quotes there, higher <laughs> education, quote yes, unquote, yes, yes. it's all a scam. You go and talk to college kids and they're all morons. I talked to my 13-year-old cousin. She's... <laughs> I'm not. I'm not joking or being hyperbolic when I say this. My 13-year-old cousin is smarter than these college graduates. I would believe that. And it, going to college, you lose brain cells by the second. <laughs> and so, if you actually want a higher education, rather than going to college, you could read your Bible. That's a that's a good thing you could do. There you, you could go. You could read the plot. By the way, you could go to kigov.com/store. Absolutely, get Check it. Out the plot. Yeah, I just bought a copy. I needed to reference some materials for a Bible study that I was putting together. I was racking my brain. What was it that Pastor Bob said about that? And then I thought, I need the plot. Mm. And then I realized I had a paper copy. I had a paper copy. But I downloaded the PDF. It's like 50 bucks. Easily, I had to look around when I downloaded it to make sure I wasn't stealing. I was like, $50 for this? <laughs> I had to look around. So I downloaded it, and now whenever I have a question about what did Pastor Bob think about, he wrote so much of it in the plot. And now I can search it, and I can find the verses, and it's, it's a fantastic Bible study aid if you want to teach other people the Bible, if you just want to know the Bible better, if you want to help resolve some of the seeming conflicts that maybe have made your Christian life difficult over the years, get the plot. 50 yes. bucks, the best 50 bucks you will ever spend Agreed. in your entire life. Agreed. And if you're a young guy dating a young lady, 
and you want to have some good theology, my brother Michael is doing this right now. He just bought two copies of the plot for him and his... Uh, one for the uh, girl. One for the lady to go through together. That's great. So and that sorts them out early in yeah, the relationship. Exactly. That's you, right. You can thin the herd when it comes to... Poor theology. Okay, now, now, uh, so that's at kgov.com. Go to the store. You can download the electronic copy. Do we even still ship paper copies of the plot? We do. Good. We ship physical copies. Good. And the second edition is coming out here. The second edition was finished, but we've been having problems with the printer oh. and so the second edition is coming out which that's pretty exciting. Well, good. Well, so. I I am uh, an advocate of physical books. Because ever since the dictionary, Merriam-Webster, they started changing definitions in real time and space. As they just changed the woman definition. Yes. So I, I, I or the, I the fear... female definition, not female, the woman. Yes. Not the woman. They, they muddied the waters a bit on it is what they did. Yes. But now the existing physical copy of the Merriam-Webster dictionary that was published last year, they couldn't change that one. So if the young people are going to remain moored to some sense of reality then we're going to have to keep some paper books around. So I'm all for... So if you want to, you can get a paper copy of the plot and then download an electronic copy. For $100, you have both a physical copy, so you're dedicated... Well, now I do think we give a, a fancy deal on that. If you get the physical, you can get the download for only an additional $5. Oh, see? Now, you might as well be putting a gun to your ribs. that They're <laughs> robbing you. Anyway, I say uh, go the 100 anyways. It's definitely worth it, but get both copies. Um, now, but, but before we move off the topic of Nina, uh, Nina Turner and debt forgiveness... I just want to let the audience know that Dominic and I are aware that the president of the United States does not have the authority to cancel debt. He doesn't have the authority. He wasn't a part of the deal. So for young, stupid people to assume that the president can forgive student debt, well, I mean, you're basically granting the president tyrannical authoritarian powers that he is going to wield against you, you dumb, stupid people. Yeah, the government gets its authority directly from God, and God lays out very clearly what the roles of government are, yes. and making people's lives better, that is not one of the roles of government. No! For the most part, it's pretty much, you know, you could add things here and there that seem to fit in, but pretty much it's criminal justice. That seems to be the primary function of governments. Yes. And making people's lives better, handing out money, that's not something that is in their just domain. Well, I will... Uh, it, so mitigating the threat of natural disasters like forest fires. So I've got to say something about Southern California that I've, I've noticed that I've never noticed in any other state, and I've been to almost every state. And I've spent significant amount of time in almost every state in the United States. And California is the only state where they allow the trees to overgrow the power lines everywhere all the time. It's unbelievable. Normal, civilized people understand that you can't let the trees overgrow the power lines because it's dangerous. You could have But what a about the trees? What about, what about their lived experience, Doug? Well, I hadn't really thought about all that. Yeah. I was trying to make a point about <laughs> the government and fires, but now I didn't realize there was an intersectionality between the trees. And now, in Bob Enyart's <laughs> God's Principles of Government, he lays out three just functions of government. Yes. One is national defense, the yes. military and whatnot. Right. One is 
the criminal justice system, and one is infrastructure. Yes. And, and I believe infrastructure This would, would be the that. infrastructure part. So stop guaranteeing student loans, which, by the way, the government didn't loan the money. I think a lot of young people, they don't realize that the government didn't give the money for the college. You borrow the money from the bank, and then the government acts like they have the authority to guarantee the loan. That's what's actually going on. And so stop doing that, and instead... Cut the tree branches off the power lines. We're all terrified. I mean, it's not like fires are ever a problem in Southern California, is yeah. it? Whoever who heard of such a thing? <laughs> no idea. Who anyway, it's just bizarre. And that's one thing that you have going for you in, well, if I'm not mistaken, all of the other 49 states is that you don't allow the trees to overgrow all the power lines. Not to my knowledge. No, I not just I haven't knowledge. seen it anyway. It seems as if they... we have other insanity. Oh yeah. We well, the one thing about California is the governor. Yeah, he's married to a woman. I mean, that's something. I mean, it's a low bar. That's a plus. I, that's it's a, a plus. low bar. I understand, but you know, you... <laughs> that is that that is it is a plus. Okay, so we can move off the and the then, only then... person he could be married to, so. Because you can't be married to a man. If you're a dude, you cannot be married to a man. By definition, no. that is not possible. No, it's not By possible. definition. No. So, but if you do want a higher education instead of college, you can tune in to the Weekly Worldview with Doug McBurney. You can tune into Real Science Radio with Fred Williams. Yes. You can get the plot. Yes, yes. Uh, so, I, and I have to thank Fred Williams. I don't think I've thanked him personally, but so many of the things that I learned uh, from Real Science Radio... I have been able to apply in my job where I often have to stand up in, in front of a bunch of people and tell them about something scientific and then try to appear like I know what I'm talking about, even though I never went to college. And so some I get stuff from Real Science Radio. I, I was able to develop enough intelligence and knowledge about some fundamental things in science it enabled me to be able to stand up in front of a room full of doctors. These are men with MD after their name. And they actually thought I knew what I was talking about. I was able to carry that well, off. Well, you do, Doug. Because of you real do. science, right? And it's and because it's, it's real again, science. Again, to the young I mean, guys out there, if you want to appear smart for the ladies, real science radio is where you want to go. Amen. I remember hearing about real science radio. They were uh, You guys were talking about, but I believe this was back with, my father and Fred, they were talking about the giraffe and the valve in the neck of oh, the yeah. giraffe. Mind-boggling. If you ever go on a date to the zoo and you drop that bomb on mm -hmm. some, some lady, she'll think you're a genius. That's right. That's right. So. You won't have to impress her any further than that. It's In fact, it's the opposite of a mind-blowing observation. So you have to go tune into Real Science Radio and you'll have to find that show yes. on the giraffe. Yes. And I suggest you just go back and start listening. Probably kgov.com slash giraffe would work. I haven't tested that. I'm sure it would. So. Your dad was pretty good at that. kgov.com slash giraffe. Doug, on your show, on your most recent episode, you were reporting on Reddit. That's a big social media platform. Yes. They banned the word groomer as that's, hate speech. That's right. They banned the word groomer as hate speech, uh -huh. which talk about all this... Uh, new speak old versus old speak. They're getting rid of the old words. By the yes. way, this is an idea I've had for a while, speaking of dictionaries. I, I think we should probably go back and just start reading dictionaries cover to cover 
to see what words we have been lost on us over the years. Not a bad idea. Uh, so we could we, we could do that as a uh, collective uh, family here with at the brightest audience in the country. We could start reading our dictionaries. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the the word groomer they removed it at, because it's it's hateful. It's bigoted. Right, and then to... and then oddly enough, that offended the LGBTQI plus community because they were like, "What are you saying? Like we're all groomers." So there yes. was a there was a controversy, and if, if on top of a controversy, if a lot of people start shouting out the word "groomer" and you personally get offended, that's <laughs> a red flag. It's a, it's a pretty big red flag. Is that saying if there's a bunch of dogs and you throw a, a rock into the pile, the one that yelps is the one that got hit. So if you're if you're against the word "groomer," it's a red flag. Yeah, yeah. In protests uh, against this Reddit, if you used Reddit, you're considered a redditor. That's that's, that's what they, clever. That's what they call them. Yeah, that's Redditors. clever. Okay. Uh, the replacement word that the Reddit community has come up with, I think it's not bad. Predator. Predator. <laughs> predator with the du- I, the E double D. The E double D. Oh, okay. E double D. So I I thought that was clever, and uh, not much more to add on that. But I I do want to know one Reddit overall is a liberal cesspool. I was on Reddit. I was using it for a little bit. Going to various, you know, even Christian, supposed Christian groups on Reddit. Okay. Wildly leftist, wildly liberal. They don't care about the Bible. Even the most Christian of the Christians on Reddit. Oh. They all tend to be disasters. But there is one thing on Reddit which is very powerful against the transgender movement. If you oh. go to Reddit and uh, look at their, it's called a subreddit. It's their topic on dtrans, r slash dtrans. I don't think we can read any of these stories on air, but so many of these stories are so powerful about the people who've, uh, they've, tra- they've quote unquote transitioned into being a woman or into being oh. a man from the original. And they're telling their stories of regret and the, uh, physical pain mm. it's inflicted on them. Yeah. And so if there's one redeeming quality in the millions of people who use Reddit, it's these, you know, 30,000 members of this one and, group. And so Reddit allows these people to tell their stories and they're not shadow banning them or they're not. It seems that them. as for now, oh, it's it's still up. And wow. something that's crazy is the left. They they love when people reveal their true identities. That's what they always say. We love to reveal your true identity and be who you really are. Uh-huh. They always like that if it's a man pretending to be a woman right. or a woman pretending to be a man or any other insanity. Mm-hmm. But if anyone ever was pretending to be a woman when they were really a man, and then they say, actually, you know what? I feel like I was wrong and I am a man. That's a big no-no. You wow. can't you can't show your lived experience in that regard. That's not allowed. That's not allowed. Huh. Well, so. that's uh, so I don't understand Reddit. But when I first saw the title, I thought is this perhaps a social media platform where you bring something that you read to the attention of other people. Is that what it is, or am I wrong? I, I Like, hey, I read it, so and I here, it here. Can, do you want to read it? So, I, anyway, maybe I'm maybe I'm too clever. Maybe they're too clever by half. Now, I, I do know I Elon Musk, he was criticizing Truth Social, and he gave possibly one of the best truth but uh, best criticisms of it. True social being uh, Donald, Donald Trump's, Trump's social, media platform, social media platform, which seems to be a disaster. 
He just, he, and I saw this on Twitter. Elon Musk just tweeted out, should be called Trumpet, which <laughs> is the <laughs> the biggest disaster when it comes to missing a perfect name. Trumpet would have been the perfect name for a social he media He should have had Musk on the committee to name the the thing. Yes. But, you know, Don, he's he. I think he's all the only one allowed on, on the committee when it comes to... I, yes, so I like things that. like that. So, I would believe but that. let's not get. Oh, by the way, so speaking of red flags, uh, hold on, because we did want to get to some of the news of the day. Uh, I needed to do an update on a point you made brilliantly on your show last week about the idea that the law tends to change as you drive down the street, and that is a, a red flag indicator that the law is no longer just. The law is unjust. If the law changes as you drive down the street, there's a pretty good chance that it's not good law anymore. Hey, Doug, sorry to interrupt. Hey, I'm, this is Dominic, and you're interrupting my own broadcast. We are out of time. We are going to conclude this show tomorrow. If you guys want to catch the rest of my show with Doug here, tune in same time, same place tomorrow. May God bless you guys.